welcome to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you create and grow your pet business. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's been an interest and a passion of mine for as long as I've been a consumer and a customer. We're going to talk about sincerity in advertising, the importance of it, the lack of it, and the reasons it should matter to you, both as a business owner and as a consumer. You'll learn how to best use sincerity in your own marketing to connect with your customers in a meaningful way that builds relationships over time and not just transactions. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip and let's dive right in. I always watch the Super Bowl, not because I like football. The truth is, I can't tell an end zone from a strike zone. I watch the Super Bowl because I want to see the commercials. And I was doing that back before it became a thing. And it gets worse. It's not just commercials I like to watch. It's all advertising. Billboards, magazine ads, mailings, social media ads, even those annoying pop-up ads that we all get when we're online. Am I a glutton for punishment? Maybe, but my interest does have a purpose. I own a small business and marketing is everything. I'm constantly observing and evaluating. I don't just look at these ads, I consume them. I study them and I try to learn about why they are or aren't effective to me as a consumer. Often, I don't even notice what they're selling. What's more important to me is how they're selling it. Let me be clear, I'm not a professional marketer, although I think I might have been one in a past life. Like you, I'm a professional consumer. I look at all of these ads from the viewpoint of the person buying the service or product. Every time I see one, I'm evaluating what it is about that ad that draws me in or conversely makes me want to run in the other direction. I use my own reactions as a customer to better market my own small business. I was watching television the other day and an insurance company commercial came on. Instead of trying to sell me something, they were announcing that they were going to be giving rebates to every single one of their customers on their car insurance. They explained that they understood how difficult it was for everyone during this coronavirus pandemic, and this was their way of helping their valued customers through the crisis. I made a point to notice which insurance company was making the gesture and commented to my husband that I was impressed with their service. My husband chuckled and pointed out that the reason they were making this offer was that during the pandemic, people have been staying home, which means they haven't been driving, which means they haven't been getting into car accidents, which means the insurance companies haven't been receiving claims, which means the insurance companies have a lot of excess cash. To quote the president and CEO of one of the largest auto insurers in the world, this dividend is one of the ways we're working to help our customers during this unprecedented situation. The facts behind the generous gesture are this. From late March to early April, personal travel traffic in the U.S. dropped 47% compared to traffic in late February. Calculations show that reduced accidents could push insurance claims down by more than 85%. As a result, insurance companies could save $100 billion, that's billion with a B. Any rebates they're providing will be more than offset by this humongous savings. Not only are the insurance companies saving money due to the reductions in accidents, consumers are thinking, rightly so, that they're lower risk 
and should be entitled to lower rates, whether they've had an accident in past or not. They're not just thinking this, they're acting on this. Consumers have started actively shopping around for new insurance policies that can offer them discounts um, that they feel, quite honestly, they deserve. So the unselfish act of helping our customers during this unprecedented situation turns out to be less unselfish and more self-preservation. As a small business owner, what can I learn from this? There is a valuable lesson here. Consumers are smarter today than they ever have been. They know when a company is sincerely trying to help them and when they're not. You probably started your small business in part because you wanted to do things differently. You wanted to actually value your customers and treat them with respect. I know I did. I wanted to provide for my clients what I often felt wasn't being provided to me as a client. Businesses, all businesses, sometimes make decisions that are necessary for the health and future of the business. That's okay. It's actually desirable. I want businesses to make decisions, and consumers want businesses to make decisions that help them grow and thrive, especially small businesses. As a client, though, I also want transparency, honesty, and respect, even when that means the decision may not benefit me personally. I want to feel that my service or goods provider values me enough to be sincere and not blow smoke. Put plainly, as a customer, I value sincerity in advertising. As a business owner, I want to be sincere in my own advertising. Here's the key, though. In order to sound sincere in your marketing, you have to actually be sincere in your marketing. There are two types of companies. Those to whom words of sincerity are just that just words, without any real honesty behind them. These companies can be difficult to spot. Larger companies in particular have an enormous marketing budget to spend on creating sincerity. They're polished, they're well-spoken, and they ooze sincerity in every advertising vehicle. The second type of company is the one that has a sincere desire to help their clients and their communities. These are the companies that don't have to practice being sincere or pay someone to create a sincere message. They just are, and they don't have to scream it from the rooftops because their actions speak louder than any ad. Research today shows that consumers are loyal to companies and brands whose beliefs match their own. It's not enough that the company says what those beliefs are. They need to demonstrate them. There's a desire for accountability in business practices, but also in going out and doing good in the world that isn't necessarily directly tied to their bottom line. REI is a great example of this. REI aims to cultivate a community of people who love being outside and want to invest in the world around them. They invest nearly 70% of their profits into the outdoors, nonprofits, and other causes. They love the outdoors and provide a community for people who feel the same. For those of you thinking, that's great, but I can't do that. I need to earn a living. Think again. Benjamin Franklin said, do well by doing good. In 2018, REI made a record $2.78 billion, grew 6%, and added more than 1 million new members, bringing the co-op's total membership to more than 18 million. What they're doing is clearly working. They're succeeding year after year because they plainly communicate their values and they demonstrate a sincere and true belief in these values by their actions. And because of these actions, their sincerity comes through in their advertising. 
According to an article in the Harvard Business Review on March 5, 2013, called The Best Advertising is Sincere, without a sincere curiosity about and empathy for the people we hope to reach, we stand no chance of developing a compelling conversation with them. Indeed, I would argue that sincerity drives the success of the best and most successful marketing. There's a couple of phrases in this article that really caught my attention. One was developing compelling conversations. We live in a world of online relationships. We work to expand our relationships by accepting friend requests from marginal acquaintances or even total strangers on Facebook. We send tweets and Instagram posts and comment on other people's lives like we know them. As marketers of our own businesses, we're told to form real relationships and have those compelling conversations. So much of what we do is surface relationships these days. Real relationships take time and effort, and I dare say, sincerity. The other phrase that caught my eye was empathy for people. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Companies and marketers need to truly put themselves in their customers' shoes if they're going to have any hope of bringing empathy across in their advertising. Anne Hadley put it brilliantly in her book, Everybody Writes, Empathy, like writing, isn't a gift. It's a discipline. It takes some intentional effort and diligence to develop enormous empathy so that you can apply it to your writing. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. Everyone is looking for empathy, and it's tempting to try to provide it in the marketing of your business. You can't turn on the TV or look at a print ad without seeing some company telling you that they understand your pain and they want to help you through this crisis. I'm as guilty as the next business owner of this. Ironically, my first reaction when I see this approach in other business ads is skepticism. Yes, I know some of them are sincere, and I applaud them for that, but many are just a thinly veiled attempt to show an empathy I know they really don't have. I know this because they haven't taken the time to know me or to walk a mile in my shoes. So the lesson is this. Sincerity in advertising is key, but you can't and shouldn't try to fake it. You may be tempted to say you understand and empathize with your customers, but before you do, take a moment to look inward and ask whether you've earned that right. If your primary motivation is a desire to grow your business and make more money, then think twice about advertising your sincerity because people will see through it. If you're truly driven by a desire to help others, that will shine through. And as Benjamin Franklin said, you will do well by doing good. Can you imagine an auto insurance commercial that says, we're saving billions of dollars in accident claims, and because we want to keep you as a customer, we want to give back some of that money rather than lining our own already fat pockets. As strange as it sounds, that company would get my business. As a consumer, I value sincerity. This message doesn't deliver the warm, fuzzy feeling that we want to help our customers during this unprecedented situation does. What it does deliver, though, that is infinitely more appealing to me is sincerity. As I record this, it's the beginning of June 2020. We're in crisis. There's a very human, almost desperate need to find comfort and be comforted in a time like this. We're actively searching for validation, understanding, and empathy from those around us. This extends to our family and friends, but it also extends to the people we do business with. 
As businesses, we've been given a gift. We're in a unique position through a shared trauma to get to know our customers on a deeper level. That gives us the opportunity to demonstrate sincere empathy with our customers. If we do that, our businesses will come back even stronger after the pandemic and will have touched our customers' lives in a positive way in the process. And if you're like me, that's why you started the business in the first place. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. You can also find me at thepetbusinesscoach.dog or check out my blog at imnotthekidnextdoor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.